Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Director Showdown. My name is Adam, and I'm here with Brent. What's up, everybody? As per usual, I wonder if we'll ever have an episode where it's just like one of us or none of us. Well, it'd be strange if it was none of us. <laughs> How wild would that Dude, be? It'd be like just, that yeah. that uh, that infamous like classical song that's nothing. Like, have you heard oh, about yeah, that? that John, it's like four minutes. John Cage of, or something. His name. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah, but it's a podcast. It's like, hey, yeah. new director showdown episode. It's like an hour forty five minutes long. <laughs> they turn it on. Nothing. Hmm. I wonder some, if there was an a avant garde like fucking. Yeah. You know. Well, but at like minute fifty seven, mm-hmm. there's like. A whisper, but like you have to crank up the volume, uh-huh. and it's like a secret word that unlocks something. Yeah, and in I'm gonna the video cut this game, out because that's actually a good idea to do. A, a for video like game something. of your life or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but, we're, but we're both here today yeah. because it's the season finale, and uh, Brendan and I uh, watched uh, Dead Ringers, the 1988. Yep, 1988, uh, David Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, I don't know how to put this movie into a box, huh? Thriller, it's, uh, biopic, almost, kind of? I think it's more of like a bit. biopic, yeah. Kind of, like right? Like a, a inspiration, a bio... I don't know, a fictional biopic. Yeah, a fictionalized biopic... Horror, <laughs> thriller... Yeah, thriller... Romantic erotica it's it's kind of it's like, like a romantic thriller right yeah. like above kind of everything else sci- i'll tell you what I so i don't even think it's sci- it's not even sci-fi no, no it's it's not. really not um yeah so this is the first one this season and is this the first movie we've ever covered that neither of us have seen yeah, i was trying to think about that i, I think, think it might so. be right it definitely all previous movies either one of us at least one of us has even seen. even Kubrick's. Mm-hmm. I guess so, right? There's no way Kubrick. Yeah, there's no way. I'm just running them all through my head real quick. Well, okay, except for the Hell season, there yeah. were some, but that doesn't really count. That we don't even like to talk about the Hell yeah. season, so we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, this is kind of the first one that I I didn't really have any idea what we were getting into. Neither did I, and. Um, I just thought it would be some like run the mill David Cronenberg film. You got some sciencey yeah. fucked up shit, mm-hmm. some gross body horror. That that's what I was prepping for. But this movie subverted my expectations just like the Last Jedi did. Yeah, and it wouldn't be a director showdown episode <laughs> without a little uh, TLJ Look, yeah, shadow. It, it's already been done, so yeah. we don't have to reference it again. Yeah, so. exactly. We got it out of the way early. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, so I didn't know what to expect. Mm. Um, I had heard various things, seen the poster, heard like film Twitter talk about this movie a little bit. Um, and we have it on yet again, like all the movies this season in the background right now, the way it opens with the two brothers. Uh, so basically, yeah, it follows Mm -hmm. twins. It follows two twins. And I want to say this up front, like this movie is based on a true like set of people, like two real life brothers, Mm -hmm. Uh, who twins. were twins yeah. who were gynecologists, uh, mm-hmm. just like they are in this movie. In New York. Both of them. Yeah. In New York, uh, in the 30s to the 70s, I think is when and they, they were alive. died of mysterious circumstances, apparently. Yeah. Um, spoiler-ish alert, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in the 70s, they found them in their uh, either hotel room or their apartment. apartment. Yeah. Um, and and it was they... a possible overdose of mm-hmm. barbiturates of, you know, pills and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not really sure. And it's just this, it's been this big, weird mystery where basically, uh, what I was reading, I was reading a couple different things today that they basically said like they each killed themselves. Like they made mm. like a suicide pact together. Um, is and that what happened? Like that's the, what was concluded. That's, that's kind of as close to a conclusion as I think mm. they've, they've gotten with it. Um, so Cronenberg being the weirdo that he is looked at that and said, Hmm, now there's an idea. And so you got you got doctors, you got mm-hmm. not just doctors, gynecologists. You got you drug got, use. You got drug use. Yeah. You got death. Mm-hmm. You it's got like, the sex aspect with yeah. uh, gynecology. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of little like juicy nuggets that I think Cronenberg was like, just like, ooh yeah, yeah. let's let's bite into this, and it's. It's uh, it's it kind of follows like it. It says that he took when I was reading about this. Like it says, the movie takes a lot of liberties, and I, I think it does. But it kind of to to me, the movie is like somewhat grounded. Would, it's would you very say? grounded. I think it's pretty grounded. Like I kept mm. expecting it to yeah, get out of hand. Going to happen. Yeah. Um. And kind of back to the beginning. So it opens with them as two young boys, kind of uh, walking out of their house, mm-hmm. and one of them. What does he say? The oh man, I think it was um, Elliot, right? Yeah, but uh, before that, we had to describe how they look like. They look like a pair of um, Macaulay Culkins. Yeah, they know? they look like uh, the fucking cr- uh, Christmas story nerd mm-hmm. kid. Like both, and of them. they had like fucking translucent glasses. That's all the rage now. They were like hip looking kids. Yeah, that well, they look like they were walking around Austin now. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that's like her, their whole aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> being weirdo kids but immediately it's like that that cronenberg sense of like unease and kind of like discomfort uh because they were like walking out of the house and one of them is telling the other like uh like basically like i think i figured out like how how sex sex works yeah and it's and why it's different for for humans we don't have sex underwater like like or we, oh, don't, we don't have is the reason we have sex. That's that's right. Yeah, is because we don't live in the water. Mm-hmm. And if we did, we wouldn't have to touch each other. Yeah, essentially that conversation. And the other one's like, just I, I wish true. it was. I wish we were like that. Yeah, well, and it's just like immediately like, boy, what are we in for here? Yeah, I was like, here's here's the tone <laughs> of the film, like uh, established pretty yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then they they walk past their next door neighbor girl who's like their age, really young. And they're like, do you want to have sex with us? And she's just like, no, what? Would you like to conduct an experiment with us? Oh, yeah. Would you like to... We want to have sex with you in the bathtub. Mm. 
That's right. That's the that's the bathtub because one. they wanted to to release their sperm in a bathtub. Yeah, and then after that, they're doing like all they're they're talking about all this. They're doing like fake surgery on their little mannequin, and yeah. they're real fucking nerds. Yeah, they're of of like the reproductive organs mm. of like the uh, of like a little yeah a little doll that mm. they have that they've like taken apart, and so. Like that that's the only flashback we get in the whole movie. It's just like a little We get one more after that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. When they're in when they're in college. Mm. Um and they're doing things unconventionally, you know, being radical and yeah and, cre- and uh creative, you know, against the grain mm-hmm. of things and then Yeah. They end up inventing this device that really takes them it really puts them on the map, you know, yeah. for gynecology, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a it's like a vice. It looks almost like a vice that opens instead of closes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you can and see all, everything that's in... Oh, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. The vice is uh, meant to... So they can see everything on the inside. Yeah. So that makes sense in terms of the movie. Mm-hmm. They can put that together. You know? Yeah, I guess I didn't know because I forgot about that scene until mm-hmm. you just mentioned it again. Um, yeah, so the movie kind of sets these guys up as like very intel both of them are very intelligent they're both like very radical um and like fascinated with uh like the human body uh and then from there we jump to when they're adults and they're basically these they have their own private practice for gynecology Mm -hmm. for yeah female infertility yeah Mm. that's right they make a point to 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 say that it's it's not for pregnant women or it's like it's only for like infertility, right? It's like at a certain point you don't go to them. Mm-hmm. Like you have to find a normal OBGYN, but they're, they're like specialists. The yeah. Specialists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're like very, uh, very wealthy and they're, uh, very popular and, uh, yeah, they're essentially eighties, um, yuppies. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really important to keep in mind. I think, I think this movie is very fucking eighties. Yeah. Uh, for, sure. for sure. Um, and I, I'm, I'm kind of glad like I, I for after I finished this, I was kind of disappointed that we're ending on this one. But in a way, I was happy because it is a very very eighties movie and kind of like cements that this is like the eighties season. It shows a different side of the eighties that wasn't quite um, yeah touched upon in the other movies. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah, it's like this, this season's been interesting. I think because maybe not all of them, but a lot of the movies this season are like touchstones of the eighties in some capacity, like whether it is escape from New York, like this early eighties kind of action movie that like was the tradition in the eighties, or you have this like subversive, um, like takedown Mm. of like eighties tropes with like uh, big trouble. Mm. And then you have like Cronenberg who's doing like, like dissecting the nasty shit that was going on in the eighties. Like, like the fly with uh, possibly the AIDS crisis. Like I don't right. want to overanalyze reference that video, <laughs> but I think I think that's something you could definitely take yeah, away yeah. from that movie, you mm-hmm. know. And then with this movie, like like the yuppie culture and uh, the drug culture, like mm-hmm. for sure, I think is a big thing with this movie. It's it's like Cronenberg is like interested in the perverse side of the '80s, you know, like all of the. the I, I mean, perverse side of. Mm-hmm humanity yeah say, yeah but he, he's in the 80s so it just yeah, so like, happens to coincide yeah, with right, that right, right. yeah um but yeah and then early early on in the movie i i how long were you confused because i was confused for a bit just trying to figure out 
I wasn't confused. I was yeah. more so like, where is this movie going? Mm. You know, um, yeah. like, okay, well, obviously there's something about, you know, the two brothers being, um, there's a sort of, this is the point of their divide yeah. since they've been together. Because it's obviously like Cronenberg framed it to where you knew that these guys are like tight, like they're intertwined you know for sure like always together mm. yeah and then whenever the uh the new that that you know the actress um comes in mm-hmm. who's um who has a very uh, interesting predicament she has she comes in for yeah. to get because she can't have babies right so yeah she has three urethras Three, oh, jeez, God, I mean, God, we just had we a baby, man. I can't believe I forgot this. All um, the female listeners are just like enraged yeah, right they're now. They're just shutting this off. Mm-hmm. It's I not like they could have listened see. to any of the up- other episodes. Yeah. Three fallopian tubes. No, no, no. It's like the main thing. Not the, not the, your, not the, um, not the urethra. uterus. Yeah. Um, Why do I say urethra? That's I the, don't know. That's the peen. <laughs> that's the peen yeah, thing, right? Three piss holes. Three um, piss holes. That'd be fucking sick, though. But like, yeah, the, that crucial body imagine, part. Yeah, we're still on this. Imagine like the yeah. snow, the snow things you can make with three urethras. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, when you piss on the snow, you can make like three. Oh man, you could do you could do some pretty uh, pretty you amazing can, piss. And can snow like art. control each one, so it's like the amount of pressure yeah. on one. It makes well, it I don't think women have a lot of control over their like. How do you know you're not? I've I've heard women piss. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized as I was saying that that that's the weirdest thing I've ever said aloud. I'll leave it in. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> We've all, we've all, listen, guys, we've all heard women pee. Come on. Look, it's been, it's been a good episode, Brent. All right, guys, <laughs> we'll see you next season. <laughs> no, but, uh, we've holy all fuck, heard how it, am I yeah. forgetting? Um, Cr- cl- uh, I think it's, I don't know, fallopian too? No, it's, it's like a one word thing. It's, I've heard, I heard this word a thousand times in the process of like, Getting ready to have a baby, but mm. oh, maybe she'll say it. We'll probably we'll probably catch her saying it. But um, mm. but yeah, anyway, she has, she has three, three of those. When things. women like always have one, generally, mm. <clears throat> and so immediately I'm thinking, oh shit, here we go. Cronenberg's gonna get fucking weird with it. But no, but you're you're right. I I honestly I do think that this movie kind of takes a little bit to find its footing. Mm. I think the the beginning, not entirely the first act, but like. I'd say maybe the first 20, 25 minutes, you're kind of wondering what's happening. Like you're, you are wondering like, all right, when is this really going to kind of start? Like, when am I going to have something to like grab onto? Mm. And then I think it, I think it is when she comes into the picture and she can't, you know, get pregnant. And then you realize that the two brothers do this thing in relationships Mm -hmm. Uh, where they kind of trade off with each other. Yeah, it's like a reoccurring thing that they do. Yeah, like one one wines them, the other dines. Is that no? I don't think that makes sense. Wines but like, and di- <laughs> what, like the wine. Like one one is the talker, and the other's like the the guy having sex. Generally, is kind of well, they was, right? they just trade her off, like because the 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 older one who was born technically first, yeah. the very charismatic and charming one. Yeah, he. Um, he says, I do, I have all the experiences before you do, 
but we yeah. share the, we always share the same like experience. you never would have gotten laid if it wasn't for me exactly yeah but he always he still makes a point of saying that he that they always share the experience no matter what you know yeah even though he did it first right? for sure yeah yeah and and it's it's around that point that i'm finally starting to grasp like oh these are two different guys like these are two very different guys um and uh adam is showing me a picture of the female anatomy and it is the um i never thought i would look up a diagram of female genitalia i'm not recognized hold on it's one of the ones at the bottom i think perineum anus is it the it's, anus? it's the anus she has three <laughs> anuses <laughs> um Man, oh man, we didn't pay attention in health class, I guess. Oh god, it's just something you know. It's not something. Uh, yeah, it's not something we know. Um, it's something we're concerned about, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but what was I saying? But yes, okay. So it's around that point when they're kind of arguing over their relationship with her that I'm like, oh, these, are, yeah, these are two very different guys, and that's what like I thought was kind of amazing about this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I'm glad you said that because uh, to me, Jeremy Irons is fucking incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like the like the nuance that he has in portraying two like very different twins mm. is pretty amazing. And it's like it took a while for me to kind of catch he on been to a it. Nominate. He should have been nominated for this. Actually, I, I no. Well, the the thing is, he won. So this is technically a Canadian movie, and so it would have been like a foreign Oscar what movie. Fucking st- it's, it's so dumb. fucking stupid. Fuck the Oscars, yeah, by but the, the way. But the thing is, this movie is seen as like a Canadian classic, and like his performance, I think, got nominated or won like basically the Canadian equivalent of the Oscar. Mm. So it's like he he got recognized for it, and I'm glad he did. did he get like a like, golden moose or something. A gold, or? <laughs> it's actually a it's actually a golden hockey puck. Um, that that's I guess I that's better than the moose. It's they're they're both. Uh, rough. We're but, both um, racist against Canadians. Against it's Canadians, fine. yeah. Uh, but yeah, and uh, it's it's like Beverly. So Bever, Beverly and Elliot Mantle, right? Mm, are their names? That's, that's their names. Um, and then Beverly is set up as kind of like the the quieter, uh, more introspective. Like, mm. um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like sensitive one, he's, right? Yeah, he's introverted yeah. and he likes to work a lot. And he's more like preoccupied with research. Yeah. Like when, um, when they were receiving the award for their invention, um, Bev didn't show up to the, to the ceremony. Mm -hmm. This is more charismatic brother. Yeah. And he he was like working away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, yeah. He has like that line where he's like, you do the research. I I give the speeches. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's what Elliot says. Cause Elliot's that guy. And, uh, God, the scene when they, he's like strapped her with like the. Oh, there's there's there were there's a really distracting sex scene going on right now. Um, there's a lot of fallopian tubes going yeah. on. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wish I knew how the human body worked. <laughs> None of this means anything. I know. To me, I, I, I didn't pay attention to health class. We've never had sex mm. here on the uh, Director Showdown podcast. Yeah, we um, came in. Uh, we, whenever we have sex, we come in um, mm-hmm. bathtubs. Bathtubs and yeah. hope it all works. Hope it all out. works out. That's how my mm-hmm. child was born. Actually, yeah. I just happened to do yeah. that in the bathtub and get out. And yeah, you've actually never touched your wife ever. I haven't. One day, one day soon, hopefully. <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. Um, get it? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, um, the 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 scene that that Brent had um, mentioned is uh, 
See, is that is, is this sex scene mm-hmm. uh, with Bev or is it Elliot? I didn't know either because this is know. still that like, like gray of, period. Yeah. That's why I, I finished it tonight, but I didn't have time to rewatch the beginning. But I wanted to because like I I, I couldn't tell if the beginning was a little it messy. A, it's this is a I think this is intentionally a mix of both. Honestly, yeah, because he shows a wild sign and also like being caring towards. Uh, the actress, you know what I mean? That's true. And I think it was intentional to be kind of that amb- ambu- uh, ambiguous. And I, I, I caught on to that. Um, you can, t- you can tell by the hair, like it's something as simple as the hair too. Like Bev usually has the little, um, what do you call it? The bangs. Mm-hmm. So this is Bev. This is Bev right yeah. here. Um, Beverly. And then Elliot usually has his hair like slicked back. Yeah, like, kind of Elliot's a, definitely the more yuppie guy. Yeah, the yuppie you guy. Know? Um, and so, yeah, and so that's kind of what's happening at this phase is that they're kind of, I mean, they're they're raping her. And so it's like, <laughs> it's like a little bit, you're early I, on, I, I mean, like, you, I mean, it's, it's rape, though. Like, she thinks she's with, <laughs> well... <laughs> I, no, I just feel like rape is like a real strong word. I mean, I see what you, I see what yeah. you mean, but it's not like they're strapping her down, and, you know. Yeah, it's like there's it's a. Gro- I think there's it's a specific name. For sure. I think it's, there's a specific name for it. It's like misleading something. Sex. I don't know misconduct, whatever. But basically, you're like, ooh. The, I think both of these guys are a little uh, mm. like shitty. Um, and they, it's been hinted at, yeah, they do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. like this is their routine. Um, and that, that's that's kind of like the movie. It's kind of like going back and forth between them with their relationship with her, and then it falls apart. Mm. The relationship to each other and the relationship mm-hmm. between Bev and her, not really Elliot, per se. No. Yeah. and Okay, so my favorite scene of the movie, uh, we haven't gotten to it yet, but... Um, is the dinner scene when they uh, meet up with her. And that scene is so fucking well-directed in a movie that generally feels like a TV movie. Yet again, Cronenberg's back in his TV yeah. bullshit. Um, <laughs> but that scene, I think, is executed so well. And a big part of it is the acting um, between Jeremy Irons, Jeremy Irons, and yeah. <laughs> fucking... Uh, What's God, her, I forgot Guinevere her name. or something? Yeah, she she's a, a like Quebec, like a French Canadian yeah. actress. Um, I know. Yeah, her accent is kind of like weird. Yeah, but she's like, what, yeah, she's yeah. like French. She's like a really big star in uh, Canada. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, that scene is amazing, man. When she walks in and like shit hit the fan and came to a head a lot quicker than I was expecting it to. Like she yeah. walks in, finds out about them being twins. Blah blah blah. That's right, yeah, because mm. somebody mentions to her, like, offhand, like, oh, which one are you dating? And she's yeah. like, what? There's- what? And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> And uh, she finds out there's two, and she's like, I want to fucking see you now. I want to see both of you. I want to meet your brother. And he, or no, not even on the phone. It's like face-to-face, and it's so uncomfortable. She's like, no, I need to see both of you. And that was to Bev. To Bev, because- yeah, because he was really discomfort, like, uh, uncomfortable. And uh, so they meet up at that dinner. And there's just this like incredibly tense conversation that goes down where Bev is like, Lu- Beverly is like losing his mind. 
He's and Ellie like, is such a fucking asshole. It's great. Yeah, Elliot's yeah. like a fucking scumbag. Beverly yeah. is like on the verge of tears and like starts crying when she leaves. Mm. Uh, and she's basically there to be like, fuck both of you guys, yeah. right? Generally. Mm. Um, and... God, I forgot like what Elliot says, but I was like, oh shit, that's some brutal fucking shade. I forgot too, man. God. Wait, maybe I, I, I might have written it down because I wrote down some lines. Um, mm. But... Great podcasting, great podcasting, great uh, no, podcasting. No, I guess I didn't. Um, it doesn't matter. He was acting like he's acting like uh, Patrick Bateman and American Psycho, pretty much. You know. Yeah, Elliot's definitely like a precursor to American fucking Bateman for sure. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Patrick Bateman. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, but uh, you know that all happens, and mm-hmm. then they break up. Blah blah blah. And then uh, you know Bev takes it on himself to like repair the relationship. Mm-hmm. And, um, does he really though? To me, it seemed like she, she like, she missed him specifically not because I think once she saw them face to face, she was able to be like, she was able to like draw a line down the middle of like when she spent certain nights with this, these guys and be like, Oh, one was the shitty one who mm-hmm. seemed off. And because there's that scene where she says, like, are you schizophrenic? Like, yeah, you you're, fucking, you're yeah. weird. Like every other night you're different. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she seems to miss Beverly and she like goes back to him and they kind of have a little. Uh, well, they just like, yeah, she comes to the office, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because she has like, I guess we should talk about her character a little bit. Yeah. She's like, an actress filming a miniseries mm-hmm. uh, in uh, in their city, I guess. Yeah. Is this another Toronto movie? I guess I didn't really even think about it. It's got to be, right? Because it's a Canadian yeah, movie. Yeah. They said it was in Toronto. Yeah. Even though I kept thinking it was New York. Yeah, I did too. I mean? Toronto's just it's the same. Canadian it's, New York, pretty it's much. It's got more uh, syrup than New York. Yeah, That's about it. more hockey pucks and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drake's. And uh, <laughs> Meese, Moose, Mooses? I think it's what, Meese. It's just Moose. Moose? 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 No, it's just Moose. Like moose? that's the plural. It's just I don't moose. like that. That sounds dumb. There's multiple it's, moose. It's meese now. You heard it here on the podcast. How, how is that not as dumb? Goose, geese, moose, meese. <laughs> you know, you made a logical argument, but yeah, it's rare for me. <laughs> it's a first here. You heard it here first, guys. Brent first made, logical argument. It's just like me with a women and woman thing. Yeah, it yeah. is. You know. We're going to be the Shakespeare's of our time. People are going to look back on this in 3,000 years. The original, um, <laughs> original uh, utterance of Meese was on Director Showdown uh, episode whatever, Everybody's going to be British uh, yeah. in, in 3,000 years, yeah. Well, that's how you know, like, things are like... Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, like, that, like, uh-huh. I hate how, like, the, in order to make anything foreign in film, all you had to do is just make, like, the characters speak in a British accent. Like, you see in sci-fi, yeah. you see it even in, like, that dumb movie Valkyrie with Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's, like, German-speaking in an English accent. Even, yeah. like, Greek tragedies, it's like, oh, oh, Caesar. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, yeah, like, turning yeah. German into, like, English accents. They just make English accents for, like, everybody. Like, in, yeah. um, what's that? What's that movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Orlando Bloom? Um, Troy. Yeah. And everyone just had oh, a British accent. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to go to Troy. Yeah. And it's like, why do they have British accents? Yeah. And, and everybody's white. And it's like, yeah. well, I don't think. It's like, shouldn't they have like Greek? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's well, like, in a perfect why? world. 
Yeah. But but you see what I mean? It's like all all Hollywood seems to do is like yeah. we need to be in English, but it needs to sound foreign. So exactly, and you yeah. need to have white people. It's so, has that <laughs> been done to have that, has that been done recently? Because Valkyrie's the most recent example, but I'm pretty yeah, sure Valkyrie was a, a gross like that was a very egregious one. Yeah, yeah, it was very gross. I hate that movie. And so they try much. to play it off at the beginning where they're like. Mm. Uh, what what's what's a a, a German word? Shiza, 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 Shiz, shit, 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 <laughs> and they like transform German into English, and you're like, fuck you, just I either don't how, do it or have them in German. I forgot like, how they did it in Hunt for Red October, though, because apparently they did it in a really cool way. I like haven't that. seen that movie. You haven't seen that? With I haven't Sean seen Connery as a Russian. No, and Alec Baldwin, right? Yeah, it's Jack yeah. Ryan. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, Alec Baldwin is Jack Ryan. It's very strange. He's thing. too... Uh, but he's barely abrasive. in that movie, though. Oh, okay. He's, like, in it... He comes at the last second to kind of, like, save the day. Sort oh, of I see. I've, I've heard yeah. a lot of good things about it. Mm-hmm. That uh, I need to watch it Connery. again, honestly. I mean, I love me a good yeah. submarine movie, man. You, yeah, you, like you, Hunter Killer. Like Hunter Killer, man. Got my boy With Butler your- in it. <laughs> What'd I, I never thought I've utter I would utter that like movie on this podcast. <laughs> well, now we have to. Now we actually have to end things. Uh, Hunter Killer is the uh, death knell for the Director Showdown podcast, dude. Hunter Killer. When I saw the trailer for that, yeah, it looks so ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a submarine movie isn't like this. What are you doing? Why is there so much CG and explosions? It's like they want. I, I bet it's from the same guys who did. Um, was it White House Down or? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, I bet. I bet Butler has like his guys now. Well, yeah. Like, what was the name of the movies he was in? Because I know that there's two. There's the one with like not Channing Tatum, the other bro. Aaron Eckert. No. You know how there's White House he was Down in, and not that one. It was uh, Olympus has oh, fallen. Oh yeah, that is, maybe the most pretentious title I've ever <laughs> heard in my life because they couldn't say White House Down. Oh, that's right. Because the other, other movie is called White House. Call it, yeah. call it, fuck it, dude. Call it America Has Fallen. Do you realize how ballsy that have been? America has, has fallen. fallen. Just a burning American flag That'd on the cover. That would be pretty sick. Gerard honestly. Butler with two M16s. <laughs> oh, God. Sign so, me the fuck So up. those guys must have done Hunter Killer. Yeah. Like, how could they have not? That movie I'm sure they so did. The, it's got the same tone, you know? Favorite, what's your favorite submarine movie? I guess there's not a lot to pick from, but there's not because there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of submarine submarine movies I've been wanting to see that I haven't. Like I also you, haven't seen U five thirty U five seven one. That yeah, was going to be U5, mine. I was going to yeah. say that's mine. Uh, that one's that? good. Yeah, that one's that one's tense, man. Yeah. That one really plays on like the, I really want to see that one. the like quiet waiting mm-hmm. of like are we going to blow up? And Matthew McConaughey's in it, and he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't seen like what's the fucking famous one that's like five hours long do you know which one i'm talking it's about? probably the original one then das boot das boot yeah das boot. that yeah. one's like four and a half it's hours. a nazi submarine right yeah. yeah yeah um but yeah the submarine podcast guys that's gonna be next season is all submarine so movies. we should just watch hunter killer and then oh, then God. das boot and see which one's better let's face them off yeah <laughs> just 10 episodes <laughs> Das Boot, Hunter Killer, Das Boot, Hunter Killer, Das Boot, Hunter Killer, Das Boot, Hunter Killer, Das Boot. Remix that, guys. Yeah. Turn that into a jingle for us. Tweet at us when you when you when you make something out of that. Das Boot, Hunter Killer. 
It'll be the only, I guarantee it'll be the only fucking hashtag on that godforsaken website. Das Moo Hunter Killer Guy. Um, but it's fun. I don't know how we got onto this. Oh, it was something about submarines. Yeah. No, Hunter Killer. That, Is that how we started? Gerard oh, Butler. wait, no, it was because we were talking about the English accent shit. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know who else has an English accent? Jeremy Irons. Irons. Got a great English <laughs> accent on him. Um, Jeremy Irons is so good in this film. Yeah, man. I, uh, I And I'm trying to think of like, because he's one of those actors who's like, he's very revered now, but it's also like, yeah, he's, he's had great some, in Batman yeah. versus Superman. <laughs> well, I was just going to say like, but he's definitely been in some stinkers. Like he was in Dungeons and Dragons. I think he was the villain. That was a movie. It was. It was fucking terrible. I saw that in theaters when I was like 10. With my sister and her gay boyfriend. I probably shouldn't have said that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, they don't listen. Um, <laughs> uh, and, like, he was in, like, Aragon also. Like, he was in some fucking duds, man. But, like, he's also in... Um, Fuck. What's, like, the 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 big one? Die Hard. Live Free... No, not Live Free or Die Hard. Which one? Die Hard 3. He's, uh... Oh, with a vengeance? Yeah, he's Hans's brother, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, Man, it's been a long time, and he's fucking great one, in that. Like he he gives uh he gives old uh, Alan what's his name Rickman Rickman he gives Jesus Rick- Christ Brent Tyan dude Rick he gives Rickman a run for his money. Man, he's great. It's hard to do too. It is yeah, um yeah, but uh yeah, this is this is like I was thinking about this too. Like this is like one of or maybe the best like twin movie I've seen. How right? many twin movies have you seen? I, I feel like oh, at wait, least a it few. does not beat the parent trap, all right? <laughs> That's the one I was thinking about in my head. Why was that the first one that came to Because we as millennials saw it as a as kids. Yeah. And that's when I legit thought that Lindsay Lohan just like was a twin. Like there was no I thought that too. Yeah. I one hundred percent thought that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there are just two of her. She's, yeah. They're going to be in everything. There's now. no way there's like some clever camera trick going on I think here. that even extend, dude, that, I might have been so dumb that that extended into Freaky Friday and me thinking that like. Holy shit, there dude. were two. I think I might like have, you, might have thought that. That like they were watching like Mean Girls and they're just trading off. <laughs> it might have been, I guess, Mean Girls first. Mm. Um that's or so or funny. been like or oh one of them is uh mm. really breaking away and becoming like a big uh, big actress. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean there's things like um the prestige. Yeah, I was getting that know, prestige little, vibe. Yeah, a little know? bit of a prestige vibe. Mm. Um that's which we'll never that, ever talk about again. Yeah, it's weird that you brought that up. Um and but, uh yeah, prestige sucks. Bad movie. Terrible. I will never, I'd never watch that it. movie again. Never ever gonna talk about nope. it. Nope. Did you see Legend with Tom Hardy? I, I never no. saw it. I was just wondering if you no. did. Because he plays twins, and it looks like he's doing something interesting. I feel like all actors are like looking for that. Like, yeah. When's the fucking twin role going to come out for me? Like Army Hammer and uh, Social Network. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I thought he was twins. I thought he was twins, he was well. twins too, because I'd never heard of him before. Mm. And Fincher is so fucking good. Hey, Army he, Hammer can call me by his name. Hey, f- I'll call him by my name, and he can call me by... Oh, yeah, I messed up the joke. Sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. (laughs) I tried to flip it, and I was like, wait, he flipped it. What am I I doing? I'm so sorry. Um, It's a good movie, though. 
It's Army you, Hammer is amazing. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Social Network? And more so in Calling By Your Name. Uh, yeah. Well, Social Network's another one that we're just never going to talk about again. It's a bad movie. Yeah, fuck that movie. Um, Fucking <laughs> Jesse... Jesse Iron... Ironsburg. Iron, Ironside? Irons. <laughs> the son of... Like it, fame. Like actor. I was trying to, com- yeah, I was trying to com- <laughs> combine Jeremy Irons and uh, Ironside, and it all just became like a huge mess. Jeremy Ironside. That's just a fun. That's a cool. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like their their son. Yeah. You know? Well, speaking my- of scanners, <laughs> speaking of scanners, Stephen Lack was in this. Oh, guys. <sighs> Do you remember our buddy Steve? Guys, Lack? fucking Lack is back. Mm-hmm. Listen, I thought Lack we were gonna is. escape the fucking season lack free. Um, <laughs> so many jokes. Fucking lactose intolerant. Here I am, fucking I'm very lack intolerant. All right. He's back and he's he's fucking hitting hitting the beats, but at least this time at least this time it is like a glorified cameo. It is literally just a glorified cameo. It's camera. really a cameo. And he's like slightly better. There's like a couple moments that he's fine. He's just fine. Yeah. And then he's, he's okay. So he gets introduced because, um, Bev wanted to make some tools, some very, some very radical tools for Mm -hmm. his, uh, gynecology. Yeah. Practice to deal with the, uh, ever changing female bodies Mm -hmm. that he's encountering. He said, yeah, he thinks that it's imperfect on the inside. Mm -hmm. So he has to change it. Yeah. So uh, he needs to find someone daring, radical, mm-hmm. to make these tools. He can't go to some manufacturer. No way. Why? No, no sir. Because they look like fucking death tools yeah, by devils. They, like you couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> have like, like aim for a little bit of subtlety. Like, dude, it was in making these. Those things look like the most terrifying fucking. <laughs> Like nightmare tools I've ever seen. Like, it look, they look like bone crossed with like. Surgical yeah. tools and stuff crossed yeah. with like demons. Well, and it's they insane. remind me torture like, devices, right? Cr- like, fucking Cronenberg yeah. loves that shit, man. Like mm-hmm. he loves making shit that's not organic look organic. Like in in the movie right. Existence, uh, they they have they have these like organic guns that are like these nasty little like skull creatures that are fucking gross. Mm. And like it just made me think of that. Like he just loves. Like just, morphing, morphing yeah. things into the will be an inspiration of like biological things. Yeah, yeah exactly. He he likes uh yeah like the the biological destruction. Yeah, just yeah, like, destruction. Yeah, of uh of like objects and, and yeah. things like that. Just make things that like aren't meant to be biologically inspired and make them biologically inspired. Yeah. You know? And, and, uh, sorry to cut in again, but he just said the line that I think you were thinking of, mm. uh, where Elliot says, actually, I fucked you first, but I gave you to my brother because you weren't very good. Oh yeah. Which is like, Ooh. and then like, <laughs> because like he, Elliot yeah. just doubles down on it. He's like, fuck yeah. that. I'll give a shit. He's fucking cold, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like Bev is over there like sweating and like crying as, mm. uh, God, and that's that's what's so good mm. is that like it's one guy and you know it's one guy, but his fucking performance is so good mm. that and it's like who knows who he was even like acting across from, yeah. like giving these performances. It's not himself, obviously. Mm. Um unless Cronenberg made the device from the fly. Whoa. 
calm the fuck. Hold on down. now. Now you theory, are there Phil, two? Welcome to Adam's film theory, but now taken over by Brent. Okay, go ahead. You're gonna put this out into the universe. I'm gonna ask this of the world. Spaghetti here. on the wall. See what's are there two Jeremy Irons in real life? No, there might be. I'm saying is there might be <laughs> an emphatic no. Let the let there be a little magic in your life, Adam. No. I mean, The Fly was the movie you made right before this. Mm-hmm. Maybe use some of that budget to... Uh, to buy another Jeremy Irons. <laughs> no, to to make the fucking cloner, dude. Or no, it was a teleporter. My the, bad. Yeah, Never the, mind. This that's why I was like wondering, like, it's a teleporter. I'm sorry. I fucked yeah. up. It's all There's right. only one Jeremy Irons, but he's that fucking good, <laughs> where for a moment you think that there may actually be two Jeremy Irons. The magic is gone. <sighs> yeah. That's all right. But Jeremy Irons is amazing. And I read that he, for, um, to differentiate in his head yeah, between whether he was playing Bev or Elliot, mm-hmm. he would lean on the, uh, the balls of his feet or the heels <laughs> to oh, that's one cool. or the other. So he would, like, he would switch, you know. He had like a physical yeah, to re- thing he to could remind do. him. That's cool. I didn't I didn't find anything that that's specific from what I was reading. That's mm-hmm. cool that you found that out. I, I was gonna say earlier when you said like wouldn't most actors dream of being twins? Right. That uh Carpenter not Carpenter, god damn it. I fucking did it again. Cronenberg <laughs> went out to uh De Niro first mm. and De Niro said uh no, actually, okay. He's, he went out to De Niro, and then he went out to William Hurt. William Hurt said, play twins? It's hard enough playing one person. Right. And William Hurt... Uh, Ends up being in a History of Violence, where he got nominated. Hey, there you yeah, go. Comes back. Hey, I, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and De Niro turned him down because he felt uncomfortable with the subject material. No, he, he felt uncomfortable being a gynecologist. Ah, uh, I think that was it. Which is fucking stupid, because De Niro was yeah. in... Um, what, what was the name of uh, fear? Cape, Cape fear, Cape fear, where he yeah. plays like a fucking child molester, lunatic, crazy criminal guy. Yeah. He's only murdered people yeah. in every movie Why he's been in up to this point. Yeah. It's like, okay, you fucking prude. Yeah. What a fucking dingus. <laughs> I was like, why did a guy in gynecologist make you uncomfortable? Maybe that was an excuse. Maybe he was just like, I'm not into this guy's movies. I'm just going to tell him something, you know? Um, yeah, like a gynecologist of all things. Yeah. To bother him. So it's a weird hang up. But uh, yeah, I think uh, everybody wins in that it was uh, Jeremy Irons. And mm. frankly, I was I was thinking about this uh, when I finished it. I I think this movie rests entirely on him. I think oh, yeah. every, everything, Absolutely. every reason that I liked this movie, enjoyed this movie, um, is fully because of him. I don't think there's a lot otherwise in this movie that like really blew me away. Right. So yeah, that's what, that's what's so interesting about this film. Yeah. It's like, cause I was like, where's the body horror stuff? Let's go. I paused the movie when the first body horror stuff happened. You know how many minutes in it was? You're talking about when they're like linked by stomachs. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty far, like 40, 50, 50 minutes on the dot. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Cronenberg waited 50 minutes to, to take his dick out. Man, he fucking edged himself like super yeah. hardcore in this one. It's, uh, it, you know, it felt like it was like, it was definitely like, you need to have this. 
need to add it. Yeah. I know, right? Like he was mm. like, I gotta have somebody. Well, and then it's funny you mentioned that too because mm. he filmed a scene where, like, another like dream slash nightmare sequence where like another brother bursts out of like Bev's stomach. Jesus Christ! And like he, and then he cut it. <laughs> Because I guess he was like, well, this isn't really a body horror movie. I guess I need to accept that. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but like he still has a couple of little flourishes Mm. like that scene and then the ending a little bit. Well, Because that scene was fucking gross. Like it was a nightmare. And yeah, it was super gross still. (laughs) Like there can like it was really weird because he had just had sex with the actress Bev. That's right. Yeah. And then for some reason, Elliot was also there. And I was like, what the fuck? Why is he there? You know? And then it pans down and you see like them, them connected via like this gross, like Like human Like Siamese twins. I think that's like when they referenced the, the Chinese Siamese twins later, they were, yeah, they, I think that's how they were linked as well. Mm. Yeah. So she's like, don't worry, I'll separate you two. And she like takes a fucking bite out of the, like that, that connective tissue. Yeah. I was like, Oh God, no. Yeah, I was like, "There's my Cronenberg." Yeah, there, there, there he, he is. is. He's, he's popping up in here. He's like, "Hi, don't forget." Yeah, hey, forget. is a Cronenberg movie? Um, no, I, I think it is interesting though because I think, I think this is him transitioning into a more grounded, a slightly more grounded director mm. because, like, his two thousands movies, his like Eastern Promises and History of Violence that we talked a little bit about, um, are. <laughs> both both of us gave a thumbs up to the naked woman on the screen because we are 13 years old. Um, <laughs> We're straight uh, males. <laughs> uh, uh, was it, what was I saying? Um, yeah, because he he's definitely a more grounded director mm. later, and then his 90s period is a much more drug-focused director. Like, he still has some body horror like stuff. Naked Lunch. Naked and, Lunch, yeah. Existence. Like, it's him doing much more like pharmaceutical and drug focused stuff, mm. which is where this movie ultimately has like it's, it's sight set. Yeah. You know, and like the sure. third act, second half really. Yeah. Cause Bev gets like addicted to, to drugs. Yeah. Cause drugs are bad. Yeah. Pain pills. Cause the actress is like super like, she knows how to navigate drugs, but yeah, cause it's part of the job apparently. Mm-hmm. And then obviously since, uh, Bev has some, you know, he has like social anxiety, just anxiety in general, and then he starts using it, and then just yeah, spirals I mean, there, there out. There is of kind of a there is kind of a, tr- a tragic angle to it, right? Because like Bev is kind of like the kinder, more mm. sensitive one, and like how it always is, it's like he's the one who like gets so taken with with these uh, these drugs, and it mm. like starts to destroy him and like destroy his mind and destroy his relationship with his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, 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 when all that started happening, were you, were you, cause this is how I was. I was like, I was kind of, check- I'm kind of, I was kind of checked out. Honestly. I, I was a little bit too, yeah. honestly. I was like, this wasn't really where I was expecting this to mm. go. Like the, the performance is still mm. like keeping me pretty invested to like mm-hmm. him, like as an actor, as, as a character. I just but, didn't, I didn't care like yeah. where it went. I wasn't as interested. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the scene when um that I thought it was going to get real weird when um uh the the redhead? 
the redhead. No, no, it's when. Well, yes, when they're dancing and right, like Bev dancing. is all bummed out because yeah. like they broke up with the actress. Yeah, which I guess we should mention that scene real quick. Like that whole breakup. It's a big misunderstanding. Mm. She goes to do some movie in Georgia. In, in Georgia, is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, I think it was like somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Like in the South. Yeah. And um, he calls her, her like gay assistant answers the phone. Mm. He like breaks down. It's this whole like fucking, uh, I don't know. That's like, that reminded a me of hu- something. Yeah, just a huge misunderstanding. Yeah, he's broken hearted. He goes over to his, his brothers, or well, they live together. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like lying on the couch. He's just despondent. Mm. And his brother's like dancing with like his girlfriend. The yeah, his, his, his floozy like uh, Yeah, his like girl. hookup chick. Yeah. Um, and and then they start like dancing together. And it's like, it's like really sensual, like both brothers with her in the it's middle. Like a and I was like, much. okay, yeah. are, we, are we getting into what this movie's going to be now? Because mm. if so... I'm fucking in. This is going to be weird. Like yeah. if there's like a weird sex, crazy thing going on. Um, but it's not really, it kind of pulls back again. Yeah. He just kind of, yeah. you know, he, I guess he ODs and passes out Bev. Yeah. Before that's anything right. actually like happens between the three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so Elliot starts taking care of him, mm-hmm. um, tries to get him to get clean. Mm hmm. And I was also like kind of checked out with that. Same, I didn't really care same. too much. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, it, it was just not the direction I was, I guess, kind of hoping to see uh. it go in, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, and that that's like, I, that's kind of the rest of the movie until like yeah. the end. And the ending kind of recreates, you know, what we referenced at the beginning, like the true story of these brothers. Um, yeah, because it just gets know. to the point where Bev goes kind of crazy and makes those tools that Stephen, yeah. Stephen Lack makes. Yeah, with his and he's like carrying his yeah. tools all over the place and yeah. like uh, to uh, his girlfriend's house and um, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like with you, and she tells him that like it was a big misunderstanding, mm-hmm. but it's like kind of too late for him anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of just fizzles out. It kind of just fizzles out. Yeah. And I, mean, I don't know. And the, the ending was like oh. nothing really profound or like a big reveal yeah. to me. Like it was more when, like Cronenberg wanting to like do his Cronenberg yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm kind of honestly like disappointed by the expectations I may have set for myself a little bit because like like the, the reviews of this movie aren't like they're not really amazing. Yeah. They're like pretty good, but like from like Twitter people and movie mm-hmm. uh, writers and stuff. I had heard that it was like a good Cronenberg movie and I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not really like anything it's, it's special. A weak third act. I think. Yeah. I think, I, I think, think I can built say to something else. I think yeah. it would have been like on the tiers of like video drum or something. I, th- I think fly. it's, it's definitely the weakest movie yeah. we talked about mm-hmm. this season. I think for sure. Um, Which is funny. Like weird scanners. It's, <laughs> Yeah, right. Really, Scanners. I was like legit interested in the whole. Yeah, time. Scanners. Yeah. Scanners was a, a weird kind of uh, weird ride, especially when that third act like kicks in. Yeah, because it's like an action movie at some points, you know. So mm-hmm. your, your attention is kind of like yeah. stayed on. While here, it's kind of just like it just gets more depressing as it goes on. Yeah, and just and it's not as like because the fly does that, but it gets gross, so it kind of holds your attention. You I think I, mean? uh, I think what the fly has is um, is it pathos or ethos? Pathos, right? For, what? for like the emotion, like the the emotional. I think it's ethos. Ethos. I always think it's 
I, I, pathos, I don't think I have pathos. I think. I think. I think so too. I've never used those words. Thanks, aloud. Mr. Davern, for <laughs> English class for teaching me correctly what pathos and ethos. Is. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so quality that evokes pity or sadness. <laughs> Is that it, I guess? There's I, ethos, what a, pathos, and logos, but... Uh, yeah. Fuck. We are bad podcasters. Well, all, all I'm saying is that... Yes, the fly. Pathos. Okay, pathos. Yeah, the, the fly, you had that pity, and you felt bad for him. There was the... the uh, Just like the, the layer of seeing this like physical transformation, this like his, like the exterior of him is like changing, Mm. but also it's like, it's about a relationship. Like that movie is about, um, their relationship and how that transforms Mm. and, and, and morphs. And that was essentially just the weaker version of the fly. It kind of is. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the bummer realistic fly where, right. Where like, where like somebody gets addicted to drugs and it just gets worse, and then they do some fucked up shit, and every and they die at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, at the end of the movie, I was like, well, I don't really know what I got out of that. Yeah. Like, other than like Jeremy Irons being fucking great, mm-hmm. it's like I don't really know that I got too and, much out. And of it's it. also about people that are like, like a one percenter, like people that like yeah. I can't like relate to that that too. You and it's like, I mean? and then it kind of sets off on the wrong foot if they mm. want us to relate to them by them being like kind of weird and gross with with chicks. Right. Um, and so, like, no one's yeah. really really that grounded to reality, even though we talked how this movie is like grounded to reality. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind it's of ironic in that way. Yeah. yeah, like like if they if they wanted to do that, if they wanted to like have us care for somebody. Then like make it be Beverly, but have him, have him like be have Elliot be I don't know like do something different maybe with the beginning because I I mean like I was always like always was with Bev yeah it's just I don't know I just I I started just not caring about like what happened to him yeah because maybe it was just the drug like just responding to someone who's ODing but yeah. I, I think know. I think uh, I think yeah I think addicted. the the writing kind of lets the the uh, the actors the actors being Jeremy Irons mm. uh, Irons is the Irons is down um, both That's very both, good uh, both Jeremy Sorry. Irons there's two of them. very good um, very good very good and uh, so yeah let's let's talk about that ending a little bit though I guess I mean we're we're there a bunch of drug stuff happens it's very sad mm-hmm. um, <laughs> is it. Okay, I'm kind of confused about who did what at the end. So they're in their hotel room, like, locked in. Well, Elliot decides that the only way he can get Bev to be better is to be on the same level as he is. So he starts taking drugs himself. He starts, like... That's right, yeah. You know, doing... Taking a bunch of pills, and... So they're both, like, addicted. Mm -hmm. Because, like, this is how we're going to... This is how we're going to get out of it. Yeah. But then they... They're both just like in a terrible situation. Their apartment's a fucking mess. It's mm-hmm. if there's one thing Cronenberg knows how to do is make like apartments like places fucking gross and shit. Yeah, man. Because remember in Videodrome, like fucking James Wood's apartment was the Dude. grossest yeah, place he, ever. He knows how to make things look gross, and I think even mm-hmm. even even better with him is like he he knows how to make you feel gross. Right. Like yeah. he knows how to make you feel uncomfortable and like gross. And I, I think this 
maybe that's kind of why this movie let me down a little bit also is the the beginning had that for me and I was a little like uncomfortable but then I kind of I kind of lost that throughout the movie a little bit except for yeah. the the few moments when um they're doing their actual like gynecology like surgical things and they're in these like weird fucking like red yeah, like devils like yeah these or really something. creepy like a really Blood inspired red production shit. design of like their outfits I was wondering like geez what a what a bold choice to do that because yeah. I'm pretty sure you can't you can't go into surgery surgery with that shit on yeah man are you kidding? like if if I walked into the like waiting room. And like Amy was going to get a surgery. You see all these. <laughs> and you see like these people walk in in those outfits. I'd be like, uh, hey, uh, yeah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Because yeah. uh, this looks like a fucking like. Night, like yeah. Fucking uh, like this is yeah. terrifying. Like um, they're going to they're gonna start a seance or some shit. Yeah, exactly. But that's also stupid because don't you need to see blood if it comes onto your like, you know. Yeah, clothes? I guess so. Right. If you're doing surgery. Yeah. Otherwise, if it's just blending in. Yeah. Yeah. It's blending <laughs> I mean, like, camo, like, like it looked, camouflage. it looked cool, but it just yeah. seemed kind of out of place for this movie. Yeah, in a sense, you know, for sure. They were doing a little laparoscopic surgery, though. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, in college, I had to develop a laparoscopic uh, device. So, oh yeah, but, so it was kind of cool to see that they had those old school laparoscopic devices that like, kind of, you know, they don't like, they don't peel back skin to operate. That's open yeah. surgery. They were using like laparoscopic tools to just like little holes in their body to oh interesting to uh, operate. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Oh, okay, I didn't. Yeah, I no. mean, if there's any director mm. that could probably nail like surgical equipment and yeah. like biological tools, it's probably Cronenberg. Yeah, I, I feel like that. That's why like this is probably like a passion project, if anything, you know. Yeah, because like it seems like uh, he. He really loves, like, you know, the healthcare industry. And I mean, in his own way, yeah. right? Like maybe maybe not doctor. the industry, but yeah. like the, uh, the practice, the practice of, uh, yeah. Yeah. of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, but yeah, I think this movie's kind of missing that, like, Cronenberg, like, uneasiness, you know, um, sense of unease that yeah. I think really all of his movies, even, dude, even his fucking, uh, modern movies, even, uh, History of Violence and, um, Eastern promises just have this constant sense of dread yeah. and like, un, like even history of violence. But they kept have you any. in. It was so tense. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like like history of violence basically has no violence until like the 80 minute mark. And then mm. it goes balls to the wall, like insane. The action movie. Horror. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that I think that's kind of missing in this. But I, I think maybe it was because he was inspired by it had to be because he was inspired by that true story, right? And just wanted to Yeah. You know, it seemed right up his alley, honestly. Yeah, adapt that. I, I guess I just mm. wanted it to, to come come to something more uh profound, you know. Yeah. I mean may, maybe there are layers. I don't know. Well I guess I should ask, like, what do you think? Do you think that you could interpret this movie as them being just one person as opposed to actually being twins. Like it's just one person really. Or is that too much of a stretch? I I don't think so. There, there are just too many scenes of people. Like it's a reverse prestige that we're not, <laughs> and we're not going to talk about that movie ever again. Thing, right? Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah. I don't think so just cause there's too many scenes of, of normal people interacting with both of them. Well, I, I mean, know? not, not in, 
not in a. You're saying metaphorically. Yeah. Well, like you know, you 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 could take the more artistic route and say, yes, they're interacting with two people, but it's just to him, it seems like they're interacting with two people. Yeah. But you know, he's just interacting with one person really. Mm-hmm. So like that whole like he's he. I mean. You could make an argument because she says, are you schizophrenic, you know? Yeah. You know, maybe, like, if I watch this movie again, I can piece that, like, film theory together. Because yeah. I, don't, I, don't I don't think it's that insane to have that interpretation about, about it. Because, I mean, all of us have, like, multiple sides to us. We're not as, like... Yeah. So um, simple, like Stephen Lack, you know? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> sorry, but, uh, I think that it, it's kind of like this cause you see that the whole character arc is, is him, um, you know, his introverted side kind of, kind of getting involved with drugs and spiraling out of control mm-hmm. and, uh, it seems, and then it, he's dragged. So it, he, it's within him, and no one really knows about it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it starts to seep into his external side, which is the Elliot. You know oh, what I mean? That's interesting. I mean, that's definitely an interesting read on it, right? Yeah. And it finally like gets to where he kills off his perfect, charming, charismatic side. So Beverly goes, kills Elliot. Yeah. Dude, I think I think that's a great read on it. I yeah. think that that already alone, I think, makes me appreciate it a little bit more. Right, um, and I think that might be what yeah. was you know he was going for in in this movie. Yeah, yeah I I, th- I think that's uh, that's a good theory for it. I think for sure. Yeah. I, I I think Cronenberg um, is so interested in what's the word I'm looking for? Like not decay, but like um, unraveling. Yeah, like un- unraveling and um, and like infecting. Like it's 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 almost like the drugs like in- infect Bev, and then they therefore infect Elliot. And it's right. like that's something in all of the movies I think we've seen this season, kind of too. Yeah, the thing um, infecting and infecting just the yeah their personalities oh, yeah. too, just like how mm-hmm. people respond to it in uh, yeah. toxic ways, you know, mm-hmm. instead I, of just the body. Well, and I, I wanted to talk about also. Um, how we referenced at the beginning, yeah, this is a very 80s movie. And I, I think in the sense of uh, the drug use happening, mm-hmm. um, I, I think it's it's like impossible to separate this from like the era of excess and uh, <laughs> we both mouthed excess at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, and just just drug, like drug use, like we've never fucking seen before. And uh yeah, it's it's like he he's so fascinated with um how that destroys people. Like he's mm-hmm. he's so interested in like how people destroy themselves and like yeah. each other, you know? I think that's like definitely what he's into in 70s, 80s mm-hmm. and then 90s and 2000s he kind of like evolves that notion a little bit. I, mean, I love that radio station as well. What? No, eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Eighties, nineties, and today, all the Cronenberg hits, baby. Uh, which again, mm. Howard Shore let me down again, man. I don't care for the soundtrack, really. Yeah, well. I don't even remember the soundtrack on this. The only thing, I and I wrote this down because when the opening credits were rolling, I was like, "Is this a choice? Is this like because we're showing we're shown 
the opening credits and like really disturbing images. What we later find With a out fucking like red background, which is fucking red gross. Background, yeah. Uh, I think black font and then mm. all of the images of the fucking nasty tools that he makes. Mm. And then the music is like this, like, and it's like, what the fuck is like, mm. this is so, uh, yeah, what's the word for that? Like just discordant. Like it's so off jarring. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And, um, and I was like, th- that had to be a choice. Like what, he had to be, you know, out of all the credits, like opening credit sequences, that wasn't my particular, I don't think that's one of my particularly favorite ones. No, same man. It was kind of like, yeah, like it was also kind of just looks stupid too. Like I hate the red black gradient. Yeah. You know? It was, it was rough, man. Yeah. I, I was, I think maybe that's one of the biggest disappointments I had with this mm. too, is that after the fly and even after seeing, uh, scanners, mm. Videodrome, The Fly. They all really solid fucking movies, you know? Yeah. Well, that that mm. and also this, like, growth of, like, mm. a cinematic language of, like, like, starting to harness the visual medium a little better. This one kind of let me down, man, because it's, like, maybe it's because it was coupled with that Howard Shore score and it was, like, yet again sounded like an 80s TV show. Um <laughs> but I, I just thought the the visuals, yeah. man, were like the way he shoots everything is kind of like A B, yeah, it's a, a B tripod yeah, shots, mm. and it's it's it kind of it bummed me out, man. Kinda it was like soft lighting, you know, yeah, like, very very kind of soft, kinda diffuse, and, yeah. And uh, maybe it's because I'm I'm watching it the first time, and and did, did you feel that way about the fly? Like, did the fly do you feel a little what pedestrian in terms of like how it was filmed, like the visuals? Cause I, I'm just, I'm not, uh, I've, I've seen that already like a few times, so I'm not, um, I mean, there was nothing like, again, nothing like spectacular about it. Okay. You know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's less of a growth than I have put onto it. I don't know. He, he, he's, he's pretty like, he's pretty stable. I mean, in comparison to scanners, he has grown. Yeah. But man, I can't even, I, I, I don't see any flares of like, Mm -hmm. Like, it's hard for him to communicate via cinema in terms of, like, framing or... Mm -hmm. It's just kind of like, I want to just communicate this message. The script. It's like, like, I just want to get the script across. And... And, and, and like he's, he's the camera lens doesn't do anything special. It doesn't really yeah. move in interesting ways to follow the character. He doesn't kinda, like, yeah, he's not super action. interested in telling the story visually right. really, you yeah. know, um, ex- except I will say when it comes to actors, I think, and maybe that was his focus with this one mm-hmm. is, you know, his main focus probably being like, how do we f- like film both of these guys both yeah, being so one. <laughs> how did he do that? Yeah, like was yeah, because there were some interesting like shots where both of them are there, and it like feels pretty organic. Like I feel like, and I think that's that was probably. I mean, out of all the movies, that's probably his like most interesting. Yeah, um, cinematic feat is doing, you know, dual Jeremy Irons. You yeah, know? <laughs> I mean, you had to direct that well too, so it sure. it wasn't. It definitely wasn't easy to film this. I'll say that. Yeah, but for sure. in terms of like, oh, would I compare this to like, you know, Kubrick or PTA or mm-hmm. Spielberg? It's kind of like, uh, you know, there's it's there's like, nothing. Yeah, there. there's not really yeah. any memorable mm-hmm. shots. Really, he's um, like, here's cinematographer guy. Just 
Yeah. Just do it. Thanks. Yeah. I, I feel like his like cinematographers, like a mm. TV guy or something like, mm. I don't know. It's like, and it's, I was also like thinking about best bud and he's just yeah. like, Oh, um, Hey, Hey, I heard you're doing another movie, David. Can I be in it? It's like, fine, fine, Bill. I mean, fucking lack is on it too. I mean, might as well just come on in and do cinematography like, just, for it. Just, just fine. All right. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks, David. <laughs> Um, no, it's like his like. It's probably like his like not his best friend. It's his like, no, no. It's his his, his wife's brother. Yeah, his wife's like, brother. It's yeah. definitely like his wife's brother. Um, yeah. No, she his did his wife do the costume design on this? Because I saw yeah some, something Denise, Cronenberg. I think so. Denise Cronenberg. I think that that sounds right. Is yeah. it his sister or his wife? I don't know. Yeah, probably his wife. I think. I think his wife's in the business. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it, but basically the ending, uh, is that Bev and Elliot are both like really high in their apartment and things are real grim and Beverly, uh, takes one of his little tools. Sister. Sister. Interesting. Yeah. A little fa- family affair. Mm-hmm. Um, Bev takes one of his little tools that he made and he cuts open his brother, just stabs him in the stomach. Just like all sorts of mm-hmm. repeating, repeating the stabbing. Yeah, I, I expected a shot of it because we're watching a Cronenberg yeah. movie. I was like, oh, here's going to be a little little body body uh, yeah. horror shot. No, not no. really. I mean, he has one in the background. Yeah, you kind of don't later. really see the cut up. Yeah. You see a little bit of his cut up body, but mm-hmm. it's not really that. It's not really that horrifying. You know? Yeah. I was expecting it to be where he like, this sounds, a, it wouldn't have made any sense, but I was expecting him to somehow like connect their bodies together just to go the exact opposite I was route. expecting, yeah, you dude, near I mean? the, I held out hope near like yeah. till the very end. I was like, something crazy can happen still, right. I yeah. think. Just cause like Cronenberg's a guy who like plays by his own fucking rules, if anything, like he, he can just do whatever he wants. Right. It seems like. Um, it's why he can't get funding for any movies now. No. It's because he plays by his own rules. But I expected maybe something like that. But no, he just stabs his brother and then he wakes up mm. and and he thinks oh, it was just a nightmare, like okay. a drug induced nightmare. This might be my favorite scene. This moment and it's all due to Jeremy Irons. I actually love this moment a lot. It's when Bev wakes up from his his nightmare and he says, "L, mm. L." And then he kind of out of the corner of Ellie? his eyes sees Ellie? that it's real. And then it's like he keeps repeating it mm. like L, Ellie? L, Ellie, 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 Ellie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Ellie? Ellie? And then like Ellie? he's like looking around mm. and he's starting to like fall apart. And it's like, ah, Jeremy Irons, you're so fucking good. And uh, because like, yeah, it was so great because, yeah, you know that he sh- like you, you want him to look. As the audience, you're like, fucking yeah. look over there. But he, like, refuses to, like... Yeah, it plays so on that good. expectation, yeah. like, really well. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, he kind of, like... You can tell he sees that it's real out of the corner of his eye that he did kill his brother. And then... Uh, okay, so how do you interpret this moment? He walks outside, picks up the payphone. That's a weird thing. It's weird, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Picks up the payphone, calls... Actress. God, why am I forgetting her name? The actress, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, some French name. Um, Guinevere. Guinevere, I guess. Yeah, I think that's that the actress's name. I don't know, like, her. Yeah. I don't know the actress's actress. Man, that, that confused me. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know her name in the movie. 
Yeah. Mm. But he calls her. She answers. He doesn't say anything. Hangs up. Mm. Walks back in and lays down with his brother. Mm. And I'm just not really sure how to read that. Like, what is that him for a moment being like, I need to get help. And then like, kind of. I think it was kind of, yeah, maybe it was a moment where he's like, he can choose between his brother or her. Okay. Yeah. And he chooses, well, I'm just going to fucking lay here with my brother and die. Yeah. I guess so. I guess that was it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And then that's how it ends. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. And it's, uh, it's like it's it's like Cronenberg. This this movie to me is like a toned down Cronenberg. It's like Cronenberg light. Yeah. It's like diet Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Diet Cronenberg. I love and, that. Uh, yeah. And there there are great elements. Most of it due to to fucking irons. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think it really ever gets to a point where, it, like scanners near the end. I'm like fucking what? This is insane! Like mm. the the telephone situation. That one's the, more like oh, a fuck shit. yeah though. Oh and, shit! <laughs> and uh, Videodrome is on a whole nother level mm-hmm. of insanity. Um, and The Fly, I think, is just like one of the tightest movies mm. he's ever made. Just like a well, the fucking, themes with those movies are much more coherent, and you could it's yeah. easier to dissect those. But this one's just kind of like. A run-in-the-mill like tr- tragedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. When when you talk about coherence, a movie I thought about watching this was um, I don't know why really, but I was thinking of uh, Prince of Darkness, the Carpenter movie. Yeah. And it came out I think a year prior. So that one it, wasn't very. Yeah, good, it's right? not very good. It's it came out in '87, and just like this movie, it has a lot of like interesting ideas. And but it's a little unclear, and it doesn't ever really mm-hmm. like. Um, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Like you don't uh, quite hit the mark. Cl- like climb above that. Like yeah. it never really uh, transcends. Like what those ideas mm-hmm. are, you know. It kind of like um, flirts with these those ideas, yeah. and doesn't really double down on them, right? Ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're both kind of like that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Yeah, I mean, do you have do you have final thoughts on uh, Dead Ringer? Oh, well, I mean, or? what would Carpenter, dude? I tried to think about that today, and I have no clue what Carpenter would do with this. Two Kurt Russells. That's as good as I can dude, ever hope. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. <laughs> I want that movie to happen now. Yeah, because I was just in the shower. But not depressing. Yeah, is yeah. is him is him being like a badass like doctor instead and. He has to defeat demons inside girls' oh my pussies. God, dude, I was just gonna go in that direction. So yes, it's him <laughs> playing twins still. Yeah, but they're not like borderline rapists. Uh, they're, no, they're they're really cool. Actually, they're cool guys. They're cool uh, as fuck. Maybe one is like a cool bachelor yuppie, and the other's like happily married or something. Mm. But either way, they're both gynecologists, right. and they start noticing. <laughs> It's cervix, cervix. She had three oh, cervixes. Okay. I don't know why just now that came into my head, but Kurt uh, Russell really like brought, brought Kurt, it Kurt home. Russell makes me think about cervixes, man. Yeah. You, you betcha. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, and they start noticing, huh? She has three cervixes. Hmm. This one has two vaginas. Like they just start realizing that like all this weird body morphing stuff is happening, and 
You know why, Adam? It's because Satan needs women to birth the his an- warriors, and that the is Antichrist, why. right? Yep, mm-hmm. and. Not a not a normal vagina. A normal vagina, normal cervix can't can't do it. You need a couple of cervixes, maybe a couple of vaginas, maybe uh, you need five cervix cervixes, maybe two uteruses. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you really got to expand things down there. So, picture this: I am Kurt Russell as twins, back to back, in like Twin doctors' snakes. little getups. Mm-hmm. You know. Holding Uzis <laughs> and just like the sky is red behind them. Oh yeah. Uh and they're just and they like, both have eye patches, but one's on like the opposite side. Like, there you go. One they on mirror the each other. Yeah, they mirror each other. One lost the eye that the other didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And uh So they balance each other's each Yeah, other exactly. <laughs> God, we just made the best movie. Fuck. And so, and they have like a tattoo of like the hospital, like what yeah. what is it? Um, you know the worm wrapped around a needle thing. Yeah, and there they match go. up. Yeah, when they when they put their arms together, it like makes the symbol. You know, <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> this kind of is starting to sound maybe like an anti-vaxxer movie. <laughs> like the demons are the babies are demons, but anyway, yeah, all these women Keep start giving birth to like these like red disgusting like demons that start growing a lot faster than a normal human. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I got all three acts in my head, chief buckle up. <laughs> and so like they're st- they start growing and there's like maybe a leader who is like this, like Satanist mm-hmm. and he's like bringing back this is kind of tying in Prince of darkness too, I guess. Uh, he's like, he's like welcoming the, mm-hmm. the antichrist back basically. And so his army is here and then, but would you Kurt have like- Russell's wife, is pregnant and she gives birth to the Goldie actual Han. Antichrist. Goldie Hawn? No, not the actor, his character. One of them's yeah, married. I mean, Adam, like, you're not keeping up, Chief. Yeah, but but I mean yeah. it would be portrayed by Goldie Hawn. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. This is like if this was a mid-80s movie. Mm. And so they have to break into this like satanic temple and kill all of these like <laughs> demon children and kill the Antichrist. Mm, like you would have like a scene in the demon temple with a bunch of like women who are pregnant lined up and they have yeah. spotlights on each and every one of them. It's totally dark. Yeah. And then you just see like they burnt, like all these demons spawn out. They come out of their, out of the, uh, the uterus. Yeah. And they all look like gross thing, like creatures and shit. Oh, there you go, dude. Yeah. yeah bring, uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name, the guy who almost died making the thing. Right. <laughs> who right, got right. double pneumonia and shit. Mm. Get, get him back. Um, yeah, man, that's it. That's it. And then bring back, uh, what's his name? Um, Keith David, Keith David. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And he, dude, have Keith David be the villain though. Have oh, him yeah. be the satanic temple guy. Mm. Oh man, that's a fucking movie. What are you doing here? Motherfucker. What are you doing in here? <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. Good as last Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You had, you had a good, you had a good impression of him. Yeah. Actually. It wasn't racist actually, uh, which is funny. But then he turned it racist when he yeah, like. What are you trying? To, what are you trying to talk about here? What are you? What are you? What are you trying to? What, what are you trying to say? You you coming to my satanic temple? <laughs> it's like it's like quick. <laughs> yeah, he has quick. like a quick, almost monotone thing. Mm. Um. Anyway, that's that's maybe the best one I think we've we've done in a while. Yeah. Um, John Carpenter, do it. Yeah. Fucking remake it. Do call it. it. Call it. Uh, 
uh, the Dark Seed or something. That's kind of a cool one. I was trying well, why, to tie in like a twin is, name. Why is this movie called Dead Ringers, by the way? Uh, isn't, uh, I don't really know. I, I know if, right? if somebody is a dead ringer, it's like you look exactly like that person. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a dead ringer for, I think that's it, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, because it's like, it's supposed to be twins, right? Yeah, and I guess they die, so dead It's ringers. a little bit like, uh, yeah. it's like a thriller. Sorry. Oh, I get it. No, that makes sense. It's like they're each dead ringers for each other, and then they die, so it's like a double meaning thing, mm. right? Yeah. Um, hmm. But, yeah, do you have do you have some final thoughts on, uh, or do you want to add to the, the Carpenter movie mythos, or? Based off what you told me, I was like, oh, wow, like, this is supposed to be something that is, like, yeah. is creme, creme de la creme. I know, I feel like I said a bad, I said a bad, I'm never yeah. going to do that again, I'm never going to set a, a bad. Uh, it's not like this movie's bad or anything, because mm-hmm. it's not, it's just that I think the prior three are so enjoyable, yeah, and just like his, um, just Cronenberg at his finest, you know, especially Videodrome and The Fly. Like those are, and The Fly was a, I I hadn't watched that previous to the mm-hmm. the season, but like those, excuse me, those movies are fantastic. Yeah, and this was kind of like, you know, trying to reach that those levels again, but um. It just it it just kind of fell apart in the third act where I just like I was falling asleep because I was like I don't really care about like because yeah. it was kind of insisting it was insisting upon itself of his like drug usage. That's a good way to put it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah. yeah, okay, he has a problem, and it's just kind of it wasn't really tense. Like as there's no real other, dramatic tension, really. Right? It's like oh yeah, he's just kind of just fucked up, you know. Yeah. And it didn't feel like he was, it didn't feel like he was destroying his life too, which is weird because like you had it cross pollinated with like, yeah. Um, um, Elliot, who's like totally fine with everything. Yeah. And I think that might go back to mm-hmm. what you said earlier about like, it is a more grounded movie yet. The characters aren't very grounded. Like we mm-hmm. never really get a grasp for like when their lives start falling apart, we should really feel Mm. that like their lives are really falling apart, yeah. you know? And but I, I think, don't think that that's ever communicated super well. I think if we had more scenes of Bev being more sympathetic, I mean, he was, but I think you really had to drive it home that he was a sympathetic person. Yeah. And I think that Cronenberg sure. kind of missed the mark on that one. You know, yeah. like I feel bad for him, but not too bad. Cause he was like, you know he's a he's a rich like gynecologist in Toronto, right? Yeah, exactly. So like he's super privileged guys. I yeah. think he he just need a few more scenes where like he where Bev was like you could truly connect with him. Like he's like I we needed more scenes of kind of like he's in a shadow of Elliot who's charming and stuff. And you did have those like just but it it yeah. wasn't it, it's like it didn't follow through with it. You know, you had that drunk For scene sure. where he gets on stage, like, I do all the oh, work. Oh, that scene's really good. Yeah. yeah, I like that scene a lot. I do all the work. But yet, it just seemed, um, it didn't follow through with it completely. Kind of some undercooked, uh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it, it's still, I, I mean, it's. I'm not disappointed I watched this. I'm glad I did. Uh, it's still a good movie. Um, it's just, uh, it, it, it's operating on the levels of, like, 
scanner. I mean, like against like scanners, video drum and the fly. Right. So, yeah, for sure. And it's, mm-hmm. yeah. But it, it's funny how like this movie is considered like you have to see it sort of thing. It's kind you know of weird. I mean? yeah. yeah. It's kind of strange that this is like held up. Uh, I think it's just because of Jeremy know. Irons. I'd, I'd say if anything, mm-hmm. you know, this is honestly, man, best performance in a Cronenberg movie this season, I think. And that's, that's really saying something for me with, uh, the fly, because like, I think Gina Davis and, uh, uh, Goldblum, I think are really good in the fly, but like, dude, yeah. Irons is on like a whole nother level in this movie. Like he is like, like you said, like he, he should have won probably more awards than he did. Like he's great. Um, and yeah, playing like, it can't be said enough, like playing, twins two guys who look identical um completely and yet are mm-hmm. like so different and have different mannerisms and he, and he doesn't even do it like in an exaggerated hyperbolic no, way he does yeah. it very subtly which is amazing sure. yeah it's you like know? i could tell beyond the hair i could tell who who was what yeah who was on screen by like how they carried themselves exactly like, it's insane it's so like nuanced and great um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad we watched this too. I think maybe I set an unreasonable, unreasonably high yeah, bar. Brent. So I'm sorry. Um, I think in an earlier episode this season, actually, I even like way like way over. Everyone this says movie. that Dead Ringers yeah. <laughs> is the best movie yeah. he's ever made. Um, yeah, no, no, not really. No. Um, I think Videodrome takes the kick. I, that's crazy to me. You think Videodrome's better yeah. than The Fly because it's just so unique and yeah. so so interesting to me well save save that we'll get into this a little bit more in a few minutes uh but yeah i'm I'm glad we watched it if only to like add to my appreciation for like jeremy irons as like a fucking great actor that really should be in bigger and better things than uh the fucking dc universe where he is massively (laughs) underutilized um on a huge scale god what a bummer master wade I'm Master Jim. Wayne. And he's like the best part of Batman v Superman. I walked out of that movie being like, fuck, man, that movie was really bad. But like <laughs> Jeremy Irons was pretty good as as Alfred, uh, as like a weirdly like kind of buff uh, Alfred. Mm. Um, he's aged very gracefully, I just want to say. He's a sexy yeah, he's a, man. He's a fucking good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad we watched it, if, if mainly for his performance and... Uh, um, kind of, kind of an interesting relationship. Like I always like, uh, movies where movies with twins and like how they like their relationship to one another. And, uh, this one kind of has a, a dark angle on that. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I don't have too much else to say about it really other than like the performances and, you know, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's, it's terribly like deep like his other films are. Yeah. You know? I mean the fly that's 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 what's so interesting. The fly about has the a fly lot to of me. really cool like yeah, identity like issues and stuff. Yeah, there's well, definitely I mean, some identity stuff. I guess like here you got He he's flirting with it here. It's yeah. it's not like it's not executed well enough right for you to be like this is what I can read into this. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, they were talking about how, like, well, I experienced what you experience. Yeah. I can't survive without you survive. So it's kind of like playing on the idea of, like, what is identity again? You yeah, know, for sure. When you're a twin, it's like you're you're having to, you know, 
and maybe I think that's the, the uh, that's the area that I wanted it to go deeper into. Yeah, is like, like I understand Cronenberg really likes the drug stuff. You know, he really mm-hmm. likes uh, that that element, that theme. But um, yeah, I, I would have liked uh, him to like explore identity as twins. Like I yeah. think that could have been really cool. Well, it was it had those flares. Like when he yeah. said that, like when Elliot was inquiring about, well, what'd you do with her? He's like, no, I don't want to tell you. I want to keep it for myself. Yeah, yeah. Thing. So it's like I like that moment. Knowing, trying to like Beverly is um is confused between like having his own identity versus like sharing everything. Yeah, right. With his, his brother, identical brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of yeah. cool in that way, you know. Yeah, it's it's got it's, it's got some it's got some fun little things. It's got some fun little things. But uh, yeah, guys. So that's uh, that's the final movie. <laughs> that's the final. So, sorry oh. if it, we didn't oh, really end yeah. on a on a big high, but now. But we're gonna end it on a big, yeah, big little well, wrap up. Yeah, a big little wrap up. Big, so, little, big little wrap up. Was it? <laughs> What does that mean? Big little wrap-up. See, I'm forcing it now. I'm going to make a little jingle, and then it's yep. going to be the new thing. Whatever you big made a bag joke. little wrap-up is a director showdown. Wrap-up <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, guys. So so welcome to our new segment, um, Big Little Wrap-Up Time, where we talk about, since it's the final episode, we're going to talk about the whole season and what we thought about it. Yeah. So um, let's start off with um, let's just start off with uh, how you feel about um, comparing the two directors. Um, well, Cronenberg I, I th- versus Carpenter. Yeah, in case Cron- you forgot, Cronenberg v. Carpenter. I, I, I think it. Uh, I think it worked pretty well, actually. I think there were a lot of different ways that they. What well, okay? When this season is interesting to me as less of a kind of a competition type thing, you know, what, which is kind of what we've done in the past. It's literally called showdown. This director showdown. Yeah. It's more like a director comparison this season, but it doesn't really play observation. Yeah. uh, (laughs) um, Because what I like about this season is when you put these two guys, these two like genre masters up against each other, both of us have both our fingers up and we're putting them together. And you rub them together and rub them together Um, is it allows you to like compare and contrast and like see, oh, this guy is better at this. This guy is better at this, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so I I think it's really fun because especially kind of limiting them to their 80s periods, you know, Um, they're kind of growing together sort of thing. Exactly. They're kind of like growing together. um, Yeah. Around the same through the t- same time period. Like, I think like most of the movies came out uh, a lot of the same years too, I think. Really? Yeah. Um, you had that PTA, the thing in scanners, PTA came out Tarantino syndrome. Yeah. A little bit. Um, yeah, they kind of are the PTA and, uh, Tarantino of the eighties, I guess mm-hmm. very different directors, but, um, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you, you definitely learn more about each director and, uh, the strengths and weaknesses. I mean, I, I definitely, for me, this, you have a preference though. Uh, I mean, we still, we said in the first episode, I think, man, 
I mean, it's Carpenter for me all the way, baby. Oh, yeah. You know? And yeah. I, I think we we led with that. And uh, But I'll, I'll tell you what. This season has made me... It's reaffirmed my love for Carpenter, mm. and it has made me appreciate Cronenberg more. Right. And exactly. if, if I met somebody and they said, like, Cronenberg's, like, one of my favorite directors, I, I like him better than Carpenter, in my head I would think, well, you're dumb, but... <laughs> Like well, you think logically, about most people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I can also be like, yeah, I get it. I mean, I can see how like his thing is like really up people's alley, you know, like mm-hmm. specific, like people that are into that thing, you know, mm-hmm. like what he does so well. And and it, it's also to, uh, important to point out that like this is not all encompassing. Like we picked mm-hmm. four movies by each director in one very specific time period. And well, Yeah. Maybe I'd Carpenter's say. best period, but yeah, what 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 are your thoughts? Man? I'd say that I think Carpenter is more fun, but I think Cronenberg is more intelligent. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Because They Live is a whole bunch of fun, but it's not very intelligent. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm not saying that makes it a bad movie, because it's not. It's really great. You can have yeah. a simple, non-intelligent movie be good. Yeah. All right. You fucking triggered Twitter, Twitter people. <laughs> um, I, I honestly believe that because like, like Carpenter is like platinum B movie guy. You know, like he's like the cream of the fucking crop when it comes to B movies. Yeah. Like he he um, because B movies aren't supposed to be that good. They're not, mm-hmm. and he somehow makes ridiculous movies good, like Escape from New York. Is a ridiculous concept. Yeah, it's, it's true. so ridiculous. Yeah, and then do they live? Is it's a ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous how concept. Do you, how do you do that without yeah. completely fucking it up? Like, well, Big Trouble is maybe Big the Trouble most ridiculous. is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all ridiculous. He films. makes generally preposterous fucking movies. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and that's what yeah. makes him amazing. That's what makes yeah. Carpenter so amazing. Mm-hmm. But Cronenberg, I think he 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 um. He knows to operate with with layers, donkey. Like there's yeah, more, sure. there's more behind the uh, the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot more thought put into the the plotting, and you have all those uh, meta contextual like la- layers to it. Yeah, you know? for sure. And to each his own. Like you know, like what whatever you're you're feeling. If you just want to, if Ted Cruz just won, you know, a midterm election. You pop in, they live, you know, just have a good time. Hell yeah. If you want to. we did. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. It was great. You heard it last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want something, you can like, you you can like kind of dive in and see some like really yeah. gross, like. Sink your teeth into. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. You also get some gross shit that's also thoughtful. You know, you go for Cronenberg, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So as far as what I choose. It's like it's like almost like what what am I feeling that night? Yeah. What am I feeling well, today? This is what is so you know fascinating I mean? yeah. about this fucking podcast that like we're slowly realizing and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it I think next week a little mm. bit more in depth. Um but we we a lot of the time kind of come back to this idea of fun verse um fun verse I love that. Fun, fun verse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun versus. Yeah. Um, 
uh, what's the best way to put it? I intelligence. guess intelligence. That's uh, that's too wordy. Too, yeah, it sounds too, too per, yeah and pretentious. Pretentious, like yeah. uh, um, art. Yeah, fun. Yeah, fun, fun versus, versus art. art yeah. I guess right. Yeah. Uh, the sure. Why not? Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's. I mean, that's how we started things. Like that's season mm-hmm. one. That's season two. It's like it's like that's uh, a very that's big recurring theme. Three. Well, now season three was all art. I think that we can we can both agree on that. <laughs> yeah, there's no um, way there was any fun to be had. No, there, there was no fun to be had. It yeah. was all rough. It was all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and four was a little bit interesting because it was it, they were mixtures of each other. They were almost. mixtures of yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, and I think season five we're kind of returning a little bit. Well, to Tarantino that is kind of like the he's like a he's like the carpenter of this. Season yeah, for sure, and Cronenberg's definitely the PTA. Cronenberg's mm-hmm. the Kubrick. Yeah, he's the Rifen, and then you have uh, you know the um, the Spielberg. That's that's Carpent. <laughs> that's a weird notion. A I weird, guess. I yeah. mean, kind of. He's uh, like the B. Well, he's like the. He's yeah. having fun. I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, Spielberg has a lot of different modes, Adam. Uh, I mean, um, he's very uh, diverse in, in <laughs> his capability. Uh, just being a generalist doesn't make you good. <laughs> Ooh, hot take. It's um, not a hot take. No, it's not. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I, I want to save that stuff for next week because I think we're going to talk about that. Are we announce it now? now? Yeah, why don't we announce it? Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Uh, so next week mm-hmm. is our fiftieth. Fucking episode, guys. 50th anniversary. No, it's not. Okay. Jesus Christ. That'd be we're to be 50 years before we hit 50 years. You kidding me? Dude, you know what I realized the other day actually? Mm. I was looking at our podcast and I saw that I um I had the Raiders episode still on there. Our first episode ever. The first one. Uh Man, maybe, I'm kind of scared to watch. Maybe to don't listen. go listen back to some of those early episodes, guys. A little rough around the edges, but but um, the, 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 we grew organically. Yeah. You know? We're, we're better now. We're, we're better, better now. You know oh. what blew my fucking mind? Hmm. It started last year in February. Is that weird? That's, That's kind of weird. weird. Well, it'd be two right? years coming up then, right? But it's just weird to me that, like, we started the podcast post-Trump. Right? Did because we? it's like, yeah, we did. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. no, that wait, doesn't make sense. 2017, huh? Yeah. So it wasn't 2016, huh? No, it wasn't 2016. What? We did it was it literally last February. It feels like we did it. Yeah, it feels previously. like we've been doing it a lot longer, right? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm absolutely sure. Like 100%. 100% sure. Huh. We have been doing this for just wow. a year and nine months. And we have oh, a, a million listeners already. And we've already, <laughs> yeah. Uh, multiplied our our listenership by one thousand from the first episode. Um, Is that real? No, it's not. No. Of course, it's not. <laughs> well, one thousand times zero is well, zero. You so sure. Well, because like one thousand was more plausible than one million. No, so I, I, was I, like, I yeah. I, why didn't you just say a million? I, then I would have understood the joke. I'm sorry. I was well, like, I said oh, multiply. Really? I was, it was a multiplier. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, but bad, bad bit. Um, yeah. But bad drill bit. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's just crazy to me that like we really haven't been doing this that long, and we're already at fucking uh, fifty episodes, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, that's uh, so crazy. You know, with with gaps and everything, and we've had some long gaps between some seasons, mm-hmm. but uh, 
It's pretty cool. So wait, is, I didn't uh, even fucking see what we're doing. Yeah, fiftieth episode. We're yeah. doing a retrospective. Retrospective. Uh, a look back. Yeah. And a look forward, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> and a look at now. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool, I think. We're going to mm. talk about the past seasons, mm. maybe what we've learned from this whole thing. Mm. Hopefully we didn't uh, ruin that with what we just kind of talked about. Um, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it is. I think we'll have plenty to talk about. Yeah, I don't imagine. I, I, yeah, I imagine it's going to. It's, it's definitely because I, I plan on like, you know, kind of looking back and seeing, mm-hmm. you know, um, where we came from, you know, mm-hmm. and seeing how much we improved and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, well, prepare to cringe, Chief. Those early episodes are a little rough around like the a, edges. Um, well, no, I they're mean, they're all right. It's just we've fine. we've definitely gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. Well, where did where did Tom Cruise start in a feet as a fetus? <laughs> and he wasn't a good actor when he was a fetus. That's nope. true. Zenu came in when when he was one years old and said, "Hey." Yeah. You're going to be a good actor. Yeah. Just be Scientology, man. And he was just uh, molten lava at that point, yeah. fresh from the volcano. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I also really have been kind of wanting to like do a little bit of like, what are the directors doing now? Like what we've seen from them. Like, I think that could be really fun. I think it could be uh, pretty cool. Yeah. To talk I just about. immediately thought about Kubrick and how he's dead. So, Oh, well, I mean, that has a little bit of a, well, no, even that, like I watched, well, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it. We'll save it. Like, we'll I've, save I've watched some Kubrick yeah. stuff that I previously had not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we'll just kind of do a little catch up and and uh, it'll be cool. The shot. Mm. Oh, fuck. The the movie's wrapping up, guys. Sorry. Um, and I actually really. Oh, well, it just ended. Fuck. Where they're like walking. Oh, together. Yeah. Walking together. And it's mm-hmm. like, that shot's cool. But. Um, so, well, just to stick, stick on the. Uh, this season. Yeah. What was your uh, so? What's your favorite movie from either one, or just rank? Oh them? yeah, I guess uh, we, we should just rank them, right? Okay, yeah. that's a good idea. Um, so Carpenter, Carpenter. Let's do Carpenter first. Um, the so, thing as a number one. Yeah, number one first. The thing. Uh, um, I agree with the thing. Um, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. I agree that uh, Big Trouble. And then uh, and they live. They that's live. mine too. Yeah, yeah. that's my. We're favorite. the exact same. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then okay, Cronenberg. You go first. So obviously, I would say Videodrome. Okay. And then uh, the the Fly Scanners, Dead Ringers. Yeah, you would just reverse the two. Yeah, there. the Fly Videodrome. Yeah, Scanners. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Dead Ringers, I, yeah. I mean, I don't have any. This is a very yeah. civil. Uh, we got a little heated yeah. on the PTA one and Tarantino, just a little bit. But yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. And, it, and that's kind of what I expected yeah. out of this season is like... The more like, chill Guys, we're, we both kind of agreed, like even yeah. more so kind of than last season. Like, mm-hmm. uh, But... Um, we were we are in sync this yeah. season. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was trying to think in my head of like a Backstreet Boys joke I could make off your in sync thing. Back. All right. But Remember instead, those I'm just telling you about it, and it's not really yeah. a joke, really funny, and I'm just wasting too much time. You should just sing the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Oh, that'd have been good. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck. <sighs> anyway. Um, and then, yeah, after the uh, 50th, mm. 
I keep wanting to say 50th anniversary, but yeah, it's not. Because it, 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 it feels so... Anniversary is like annual. It's like a thing. Yeah. Um, it'd be 50 years since we... we yeah. 2017, so... But fi- five o guys. five o is going to be awesome. Um, 50th episode. And then beyond that, we have a couple of more bonus episodes before next season. Mm-hmm. And... And one of them is, is gonna, going to be... Dealer's choice. Dealer, we're bringing it back again, guys. Yeah. Do you know the the technicalities of this? Because I don't. Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, I no, know. I do, I do, I do, I do. Because you're okay. the Twitter guy. Um, I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitters. I, I haven't been using Twitter for like a couple of weeks now. And no one blames um, you. No, it's a fucking cesspool. It's the worst. Um, but I will go back to retweet our uh, Twitter accounts competition. Um, so the way that it worked last time, guys, is I put out a tweet that says retweet this and I'm going to select a random person who retweets it. And if you win, you get to pick any fucking movie on the planet. Any fucking movie. Any movie. John Cassarez picked Super Mario Bros. And we watched it. It was a great watch and it was a great episode. I think that episode. I'm glad we did it actually kind of. Yeah made uh, some interesting uh, perspectives on filmmaking and that time. Absolutely, yeah. man. We uh yeah. it was the birth of slime punk, I the think. Birth as of well. slime punk. Um remember which that? is now a universal term and yeah. everybody knows it. Um, I've I've written multiple thesis papers on slime punk. Yeah, and it's uh has taken the ball and run yep. with it pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh and um I'm working on my new uh slime punk book actually. <laughs> slime punk book. <laughs> Slime punk, an aesthetic an by aesthetic. Adam. God, by Jesus, an aesthetic as yeah. like the fucking <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, and so it's gonna be cool, guys, because you can you can be real. This is your opportunity if you fucking hate us to like be real mean. Like you can retweet this thing. It's fucking mm. as simple as hitting a retweet on Twitter um, and. You can pick any fucking movie for us to watch. Any and we're going to talk about fucking it. fucking movie. And because John Cassaris set the precedent, if you mm-hmm. want to fucking come on and podcast the movie with us, fucking uh, go for Unless it. Unless you're Ted Cruz. Unless you're Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, though, if you retweet this, you pick a movie for us. You know what? Come on the podcast. I fucking dare you, Please. you fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> head. Please do. Um, you, you censor all of that. Yeah, I should, right? Yeah, it'd be pretty okay, funny. I'll put him yeah, there. That'd yeah. be funny. Um, <laughs> He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> but, uh, yes. Yeah. So that is going to be Even cool. Ted Cruz, if he decides to retweet, that's how serious we are at Director Showdown. We stick to our promises, unlike certain people in politics. We stay true to our guns, but not the Second Amendment. No, hey. sir. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Question. Mark. <laughs> I like that. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, what movie would <laughs> Ted Cruz want us to watch? Um, probably one of those like God is not dead with Melissa Joan oh Hart or some shit God. like that. With, right? Did you say with Melissa Joan Hart? Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. Isn't that her? That's just a weird... Po- is she in that? She's Sabrina in God's herself? not... Yeah. Sabrina's in the second one, dude. I'm not even fucking kidding. Oh. You can look that up. 
Yeah, no, you're probably right. Or like, uh, what's that other one? The football Jesus one. <laughs> what? Um, football Jesus? He'd definitely have us watch a Kirk Cameron movie, oh, right? Oh, God. He seems like He seemed fireproof. That's it. Oh, no. He seems like a real Kirk Cameron fanboy, <laughs> if I've ever seen one. You know that, uh, that, that Kirk, I don't even know how he sounds like. Well, you know, uh, I, yeah. I really like that Kirk Cameron. I think, I think he's got some good motion he's, pictures. He's as tough you know? as Texas. Well, and I, I think he, he really keeps God in the forefront. And I think this, that's, uh, that's just what we need to do as, as entertainers and as artists and as, uh, creative individuals. Hmm. Hey, Ted, I actually asked you about the Alamo. I don't know why you were talking about. Well, Kirk now. God, God bless the Alamo. That's really all I have to say about that. And Kirk, Kirk Cameron went to the Alamo once before. And uh, in the uh, Second Amendment, in Second Amendment, God bless Texas. <laughs> St- str- strong as Texas. My father didn't kill JFK. All right. Uh, it's not too bad. A little fast. I, but, I, a little too you know, fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, you'll get it. You'll get it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the That's 50th, all I'm doing. I'm hoping the 50th. Oh, I'll have a guys. If you tune in for any reason, it's got to be for that refined, crystal clear Ted Cruz impersonation mm. that I'm going to be laying on you folks. And forgive me if I crystal forget to do that. Crystal Cruz, Crystal Cruz. <laughs> Let me write that down so I can put it on my tombstone or something. It sounds like a good like Pepsi, like Pepsi drink. Crystal Cruz, Crystal Cruising. <laughs> And it's Did a we new just fucking make Pepsi Ted Cruz flavor. cool? God damn oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, what now did... we're going to kill ourselves next episode. <laughs> we made Ted Cruz cool. <laughs> Crystal Cruz would be his, like, his rapper name. He's got, like, a leather jacket and shades mm. on. And his he's in a convertible. His hug him. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, guys, so that's going to be... The second bonus episode, and then mm. we'll have a third, and that one's just going to be some little, wacky little, fun. A little surprise. A little supplies. A little surprise for all you uh, deep-cut hardcore fans out there. Yeah, those guys who are really into the lore of Director Showdown. Hashtag not my drill bit. But anyway, um, what else What else you got uh, going on, Adam? What else you got to plug? Um... Well, I'm uh, I'm really happy that um, we got through another season of Direction Showdown. It's been quite a journey, you know, doing how many five five seasons? Right? Five seasons, man. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's 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 uh, it's been a really fun ride, and I'm so glad that we we are able to keep consistent. And I feel as though. Um, you know, things are, things are getting better, like in terms of the quality and just in terms of like, I mean, we'll talk more about this on the, you know, on the next episode, but it's, it's been, it was a great, this one's a great season. It's different. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, we, we started it fast and we wrapped it up real quick Mm -hmm. and, uh, it was just a it, it, none of this means anything to you guys, but mm-hmm. like we we got these recorded and done pretty fast, mm-hmm. you know. Once we started, and kind of fe- kind of feels good to to have this one done, so we can start on the next one because yeah. it's just fun to fucking watch these movies and talk about them mm-hmm. with people. And uh, thank you guys for for tuning in. Hopefully, yeah. you were able to see some movies you hadn't seen before and um, find a new appreciation for for these guys and listening to our great great jokes, our good bits, mm-hmm. and. Uh, be sure to check out the other um, podcasts on the Sticker Fridge 
Network, Basur Boys, um, the uh, the Domcast. Uh, Domcast. Uh, Sorry, I feel like a terrible sticker fridge friend. sports show. Fan um, films, yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah, fan films going to be mm-hmm. coming back. By the time this is out, I think. And Blank is the killer. Don't forget that. Blank's one. the killer. Yeah. yeah, I think by the time. Yeah, he probably by the time this is out, fan films will be back. Yeah. Uh, some of us will be making appearances. Yeah, on that. is that is that weird that we're like t- announcing it here? Well, this is going to come out like well, found, found, yeah. right before yeah. Christmas, which is insane. Yeah. Like how far off we are. But. Ooh, Merry Christmas, guys! Oh yeah, Merry or Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays if you're a fucking secular liberal. <laughs> this can't is have literally going to be yeah, right before Christmas. This episode, the twentieth, mm-hmm. I think. If you're listening to this, hopefully I'm right. I think oh, we're on the twentieth. Probably wrong, but, but you, you know, Happy Holidays from yeah. from the Sticker Fridge family. Yep. And the director showdown, um, boys. Boys. Yeah. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Go, go buy these movies. Go, go watch them with your family. Not. Yeah. Maybe if your family is adults. Maybe not a not the Cronenberg <laughs> ones. Maybe not. I don't know if I'd watch this if, with my if parents. If you have a either. weird, if you have a weird family or like a creepy twin brother. Uh, maybe watch uh, one or a couple of these Cronenberg movies. A, a very Cronenberg Christmas. A Cronenberg Christmas. <laughs> a God. Carpenter Christmas. They're all. It all That's works. That's so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I wanted to say, did you mention the Delphin stuff? Uh, yeah, your episode's definitely going to be out by this. Um, pr- they want. Episode, yeah, right? this is inside. Are baseball. they trying to bank some episodes? Or? Yeah. Okay. It's inside baseball, but um, okay. okay gotcha, it, gotcha. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it, I did uh, John Wick 2, so be sure to listen to that one on Revenge yeah, of the Sequel. For sure. The Sister Network, Delphin Pod, and check out all the other stuff he has and that are actually not related to movies. Like, he just has a general podcast yeah. on Delphin Pod. So for sure. Delphin's a cool guy. He's yeah. got a nice butt. Well, I didn't uh, notice that. He does. How could you not? Really? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. I never looked at his butt. <laughs> but I assume he, he has a nice like butt. He seems like a guy that probably has a nice butt. That's like when you, when you meet him, you're like, this guy, he what's probably that? has a nice butt. Hey, hey, bud, what's over there? What's up? Can you look behind you? Okay. I, yeah. yeah. But like, you don't even need to confirm it. You're like, you know what? I, I met, I, I meet, like, you just talk to him and you're like. You no, know, you seem like a nice pro- butt, like a nice butt guy. You're a nice butt guy. Just the way he, he carries himself, yeah, he yeah. knows he has a nice butt. You know <laughs> what I mean? That's Delphin. That's Emmanuel Delphin. Yeah, he's got he's got a nice butt. I I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell him that we references his butt. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I think that's about it. Thank mm. you so much for listening. Make sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends and family about rape, the show. Not rape. That's what Jesus Christ. Rape, review. Come on. God. <laughs> Son it's of so, a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. We were fine. Rape. We were clear, Adam. <laughs> we were we, we now we had to it's like when when you're when you're trying to land the plane yeah. and then you're like, oh, I'm a little bit off. Just gotta oh, take it back up. Kind of taking me and then you're uh, fucking sideways flying into the goddamn well, you gotta, landing. You gotta go strip. back up. You gotta go back up and then try again. <sighs> All right, well let's we're going back up. We're circling the goddamn airport, <laughs> coming in for a landing again. Rate <laughs> Review and subscribe. We love you guys. Thank we you so do. much. We for sure listening. do. And uh, see yeah. ya. See ya. See you on that fiftieth. Yeah. See you next after time. Christmas. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> see you later. Bye.